When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, let me, let me talk about talk. Here we go. Uh. I said you living life as a gringo. Where you question, where you fit, and every time you mingle, they say you do this with not enough that. My rapping is really bad. <laughs> this life as a gringo. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo. I am Dramos, of course. And man, I'm flying solo because I wanted to talk about a concept that I've been really stewing over as of as of late and and it's it's kind of been something I've I've realized I need and and have to sort of adapt as as a new philosophy of life for myself and particularly at the point that I'm at right now and um I've I've basically been been calling myself uh within this concept a part-time grown-up and a full-time dreamer and what that kind of means to to me is is sort of i think the the culmination of this journey i've been on for the last couple of years of kind of of trying to reconnect with that kid inside of me and and i have a very specific sort of version of myself that i i think of um when i reference my inner child or the kid inside of me and it's me at like 5 years old dancing for my family at my my cousin's house and i can remember it really vividly and just being super confident and putting on a show and enjoying the the attention i was getting and it it's funny to me and i think back to that moment because you know me as a adolescent as a teenager or as an adult like that that same level of confidence has been missing for me right I, I feel like that is like the one moment I can think back to when I had that ultimate confidence and was unafraid to be in front of a crowd and all of the above and again I know it's ironic and I talk about this a lot that I do a job where I speak publicly I, I do speaking engagements and things like that but it's not something that I'm super comfortable with at least leading up to it right once I kind of get into a flow I'm good but you know, there is this overwhelming anxiety that that comes and it's this lack of sort of 
confidence in myself. And, and I often refer back to that little kid who had zero fear of, of, of putting on a show and being seen and, and thrived on that, you know, and, and that's, he's, you know, that kid is my inspiration, you know, for, for those moments where I'm, I'm feeling a bit nervous in, in front of people and not wanting to speak up and, and not wanting to have all eyes on me. So that, that's kind of a long winded background into my journey and, and, and just another kind of tidbit of that, you know, that was a part of the reason why I went away to that personal growth retreat, um, the Hoffman process that I did uh, a little over a year ago at this point, you know, my main goal there, well, I shouldn't say my main goal. One of the, the many goals that I had there was to reconnect with my inner child and to kind of find that kid again. You know, I knew he was buried deep down inside of me somewhere. How can I reconnect with him and how can, can I sort of have him exist here uh, as a part of my adult life? And, you know, I, I'm happy to say that within that, I did find it and it's been harder than I thought to kind of try and implement it into everyday life. Um, but but at least I, I reconnected with him and I felt his his presence, right? And this is kind of leading down a whole conversation about our inner child. And I'm not an expert on this. I'm not going to do a super deep dive into like the wounded inner child and all these things. I know I've referenced it before, but for me more so connecting with the sort of fun part of ourselves, the part of ourselves that allowed for play, the the innocent part, you know, the part that wasn't jaded by the outside world. Like that's what I want to discuss. And that's what I mean by part-time grown up. You know, it's it's being able to exist as an adult and take care of your shit. But when that's done, when you don't have to sit there and and do the boring adult stuff or the important adult stuff, you should be allowed to let your hair down and tap back into that kid who is curious about life, right? And, and that's this whole concept of part-time grown-up, full-time dreamer that I'm kind of adapting for myself as a bit of a reminder and and um, as a lens for me to see life through. You know, um, we'll, we'll kind of talk a bit about this journey of mine the last two years and some realizations that I've been having in Army Hent, this segment. But I think before we we kind of, I, well, I before I start going down a, a road of getting into a tangent, let's kind of do a deep dive in an article that I, I found, right? And it's an article from Integrative Psychotherapy, and they did a, a, a whole thing on inner child work, right? And, and what is an inner child? So we'll do that. And then later on, I'll, I'll kind of talk a bit about my own personal journey with this concept and, and what it means to me and what I hope to apply to my life moving forward. Um, but yeah, let's just do this deep dive on our inner child in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say a lot for the people in the back. All right. So like I said, the the article I'm pulling from, the it's a, a blog post, whatever it might be. It's a, a website called Integrative Psychotherapy, integrativepsych.co. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, and, and I guess that they are kind of a coaching program to, to help people get back in touch with their their inner child. And they have an article that says, what is an inner child and what does it know? So I'm going to read a, a few excerpts from from that uh, posts that I thought were really interesting in particular, um, you know, having to do with what we're discussing on today's show. 
And they say, quote, our inner child is a part of ourselves that's been present ever since we were conceived. Your inner child is a part of your subconscious that has been picking up messages way before it was able to fully process what was going on mentally and emotionally. It holds emotions, memories, and beliefs from the past, as well as hopes and dreams for the future. So, you know, our our inner child is is the part of us that is kind of like when we have those flashbacks to a time where we were embarrassed in our life or sad or whatever it is, like that's our inner child kind of trying to speak through us, you know, that it has these these wounds that that have gone uh, unhealed, you know. And, and then even, you know, I think for me, even the memories that were fun when you were a kid and you're smiling to yourself, uh, you know, reliving these um, these different instances in your life where your parents maybe did something silly or your friends, whatever it was like to me, that's also your, your inner child, you know, um, uh, speaking through you, you know. Now, moving on in the, the article, they say, quote, you may notice that you're experiencing fear, perfectionism, anxiety or avoiding certain people, places or experiences. These are all ways that your inner child is attempting to feel safe. When the inner child is running the show, it'll choose behaviors, choices, and thoughts based on unconscious beliefs or memories from the past and based on what the inner self would need to feel safe, right? And it it goes on to say that oftentimes the inner child does not have access to the adult self reality and may not know how life is different now or how things have changed. And I want to kind of pause on on that, what they're they're talking about there, because I think it pertains to what we're talking about in this idea of a part-time grown-up, full-time dreamer, right? So your inner child is the one that is holding on to ideas of fear or is anxious about certain things or is chasing perfectionism, right? Which is like the the sort of... uh, enemy of, of anybody who's creative or anybody who's trying to do something with their life. Perfectionism is like the, the easiest route to killing your creativity, right? And your inner child is not doing it out of, out of spite or, or, or trying to harm you, but it's doing it to try and protect you, right? Your, your inner child may have, uh, you know, maybe holding on to a memory of when you were embarrassed, when you tried something and failed, when you were, um, you know, yelled at for, or doing uh, what made you happy, you know, or even particularly when it comes to our community, something that was coming to my mind was like a lot of people from immigrant families, like as a kid, you also kind of had to take on adult roles, right? Especially if your parents didn't speak English, you know, you had to go to doctor's appointments and translate, you know, you had to uh, probably translate when it came to the bills and important information that, that, you know, kids really shouldn't be privy to right to 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 you know especially if you you grew up in a a tougher life where maybe you were maybe your parents were behind on payments and you had to translate you know uh messages from bill collectors or maybe they had health issues and you're the one having to um translate that and process what the doctor is telling you you know all of those things are adult tasks and and adult activities that, you know, unfairly, you know, because of the circumstances of, of, of your family dynamic, you know, were placed upon your shoulders. And I think that if you did grow up that way, you can't help but have some sort of internalized uh, emotions around that. And I can't tell you what they were. You know, I, I personally, um, I can't share in that experience, so I don't want to speak for, for, for anybody. But I can also imagine that it sort of took away a bit of the childlike innocence of life from you you know, b- before it was time, right? You, you had to 
be mindful of of all that was going on around you because you were the 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 bridge between your parents and you know the the new life that they were were living here in the in the states and again i can imagine that that dulls a bit of your childhood experience you know you are aware of of things that again a child is is not supposed to be now now getting back to the article they they go on to say that quote if your inner child lived with instability uncertainty or danger it may hold back from making changes you may notice a fearful part afraid of you trying new things however if you are wanting to move on with life you'll probably feel torn and I think this is super profound when you talk about what holds us back from the life that we we dream about, right? And and living in the way that we dream about and living authentically, you know, uh, our our inner child is 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 scared, right? If we've lived a life where expressing ourselves fully uh, was not met with acceptance, but made us feel ostracized, you know, then we grow up thinking that expressing myself fully is not safe. It's not something that I can do um, in every part of my life. And again, it talks about, you know, how this leads you to having fear of change and holding back from making changes, right? Um, you're afraid of trying new things. And I had done an Instagram post on on the Just Be uh, IG page uh, at justbe.nyc. But I was talking about this and it was an excerpt from, from my book, actually. and And it was me talking about how discomfort and change um, are are all all forms of of you growing, right? And they're all necessary. They are, are are something we need to push ourselves towards and celebrate because when we feel that discomfort, when we feel a bit of that fear, that nervousness, it's it's us challenging ourselves, which is what life is all about. You know, growth uh, comes from from us posing challenges to ourselves and learning something new. And when our inner child is not being listened to or we haven't healed many of those wounds that is what makes us continue to live in fear of change and in fear of of trying to progress um, towards the things that we actually want in this life and again i love that last line that they said if you're wanting to move on with life you'll probably feel torn right because there's that part of you that is putting all of the um, doubt in your mind that has come from every single person in your life that may have doubted you may have uh made you feel lesser than, made you feel like you were weird for liking the things that you like, right? All of those memories come up and, and make you feel like you can't trust yourself and, and the instinct that you're having towards moving in a particular direction. Now, moving on in the article, they have a, a part that says why we get stuck. And they say, when one part seeks safety and consistency and another part seeks possibility, connection, and adventure. So we get stuck because there's a part of us that is living in fear because of past experiences that it's holding on to, and it is trying to provide what it thinks is safety for us. And then there's the other part of us that is wanting more for our lives, you know, wanting adventure, connection, and seeking possibility. And then they're at war with each other. And this is something we learned in the Hoffman process. When I did the Hoffman process, it was connecting with all of the parts of yourself so that instead of them fighting with each other, they're actually working in unison, right? And this is what this is kind of talking about. It's, it's like you're split in two and you don't know who to listen to, like the devil or the angel on your shoulder, right? And and kind of this this work that you do in healing and, and reconnecting with your inner child and the other parts of yourself allows them to not be, you know, kind of fighting to be heard um, and to be maybe pushing you in a direction that is is just based upon past trauma, 
but instead allowing all the parts of you to kind of work in unison and truly be conscious of what the best decision is for you. So that's why it's so important to kind of do a lot of this inner work and to just be aware of it in general. Now, the article goes on to say, you can find a middle ground and be unstuck so that you can move past blockages. To cultivate the balance of creativity, flexibility, responsibility, connectivity, and consistency, it'll be important for your adult self and child self to meet and get to know each other. And this is kind of speaking exactly to that part-time grown-up idea that I've been talking about, right? It's about having flexibility, right? And, and connectivity between both parts of yourself, knowing when it's time to kind of be a grown-up and take care of your shit, and then knowing when you can take that hat off and just relax and be yourself and enjoy life and, and be curious, you know, um, and, and be creative. And that's sort of what I'm aiming for in this concept, this sort of like lens that I'm trying to see my life through now. Now, the next part of the article, they say successful people have a content inner child. They say by success, I don't mean people who are rich or famous, but people who have love, feel content to be in their skin, have a sense of inner peace and feel fulfilled. A healthy inner child is rich in love, connections, mentally, feeling fulfilled in their sense of meaning and able to tolerate the pains of ups and downs of life. Successful people aren't just those who are smart and, quote, made it. My definition of successful refers to those who are emotionally regulated, have a good relationship with their emotions, and have a calm inner child. So they're talking about a, a lot of different things here. And I love how they're defining success as more than just, you know, riches or, or fame or whatever it might be, right? And... I think it's this idea of, of inner peace. And I love how they talk about feeling content to be in their skin, right? Because that's so much of, of for me, what I was trying to connect to when I talk about wanting to, uh, you know, reconnect with my inner child. It was me trying to feel confident in, in myself again, right? Feeling confident in the human being that I am and being able to show up even more authentically in life, you know? That's why I get nervous before public speaking or, you know, having all eyes on me. Um, it, it's, it's not because I, I lack any ability to, to do the things that I'm doing. It's because I'm uncomfortable being in my own skin to a degree. And I'm scared of me putting myself out there and then being judged by the, the people in front of me and, and them thinking I am, you know, lesser than, right? And that's that inner child speaking. I'm getting nervous or telling myself I shouldn't do something um, because my inner child is just trying to protect me from feeling those emotions, right? So healing that and, and understanding that and having a conversation with the child inside of me um, has, has truly helped me kind of push past a lot of those fears. And again, it's ongoing work as is everything else. But I, I, I will say I've, I've definitely been more comfortable showing up as myself, you know, once I kind of recognize what was happening inside of me. And then also I, I like the part about where they, they say that somebody who is successful is able to tolerate the pains uh, and, and ups and downs of life and is emotionally regulated and has a good relationship with their emotions and, and you know, this meaning them having a calm inner child. You know, this is also like not catastrophizing life that you get a, a flat tire, you know, and, you know, uh, and, and maybe your, your cell phone dies and, you have to like, you know, walk um, a, a mile to, you know, a, a uh, r repair shop or something to make a call or have them tow you. 
And it's like, yeah, that's a really shitty day, a really shitty event. But it's but but it's very easy to then take it beyond that and say, oh, my God, I have the worst luck. Life fucking sucks. I can't ever catch a break. And, and our mind runs away with that. Right. And that's happened to me so many times. It still happens to me. But that's like our inner child talking. That's what they're talking about. Like you having a flat tire, your cell phone dies, you have to walk and, and get towed and spend all this money. That sucks. There's no way around it. It is, it is by, by far a shitty moment in life. It is a, a, a definitely a down moment, right? But a healthy person or a successful person, as they say it, won't also make it mean something about the entirety of their life and their existence here on planet Earth. They give it the proper amount of emotion or anger or frustration, and then they move on from it because they know life goes on. But for people who have that wounded inner child and, and who's not calm and, and not healed, those types of moments will make them go down this tailspin of how terrible life is, how their life sucks, how they never can catch a break, and there's no point in even you know uh, doing anything anymore. And we've all had those moments. I know for sure I have, even after doing this work, I still have to catch myself at times in those moments, telling myself this, this story about how I'm unlucky and everything bad happens to me, right? But again, that's what happens when our inner child isn't being listened to and isn't in a calm state. We begin to make things far worse than they actually need to be. I mean, you even think about, in the literal sense, a kid. They get upset, they cry, you get them a toy, you buy them McDonald's, and they stop crying and they're like instantly happy all over again. Now, I'm not saying McDonald's or a toy is a, a fix to the things that you know your child is upset about. But all I'm saying is they're able to kind of take their emotion away from it quickly. Now, on the flip side of that, a child, is also, a child also has trouble regulating their emotions. So everything they cry for, everything they're upset about, they get frustrated you know, for very simple things in life. You know, and, and again, it's important that we don't take that aspect of it into our adult life. You know, that's an inner child that is in turmoil and, and needs healing. Now, that leads perfectly to the, the last part of, of this article where they, they talk about what does a happy inner child look and feel like? Now, they say when our inner child and internal family is calm, we get the green light to go ahead and try new things. We know we can tolerate failure or mess ups. We can deal with minor amounts of shame without getting gobbled up with fear. We know we are steady and don't need to act impulsively. We don't get stuck in our pursuit to get approval from others. If our inner child feels safe and steady, it allows us to blossom. It's like an anchor. If the inner child feels wobbly, as adults, we feel insecure, disoriented, and disorganized in life. When our inner child feels steady, its anchor is deeply rooted and we feel and come across more clear, confident, and comfortable. That was probably the most powerful part, I think, of this whole thing. Because, again, connecting to this, this lens I'm seeing life, part-time grown-up, full-time dreamer. When our inner child is calm, as they say, it's the green light to go ahead and try new things. We're not having these limited beliefs. We're not telling ourselves the idea we have is crazy that you know we want to work for ourselves we want to do this we want to achieve that like we don't have that voice in our head telling us no you can't do that that's crazy you know when your inner child is calm and at peace it's 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 encouraging you to try new things it's like a little kid who um you know wants to try some new activity or hobby right and and again 
your your healed inner child allows you to tolerate failure or mess ups and and it doesn't make you feel like it's the end of the world because you had one failed um endeavor or one failed idea right you 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 keep moving on to the next thing because you're you're just confident in yourself you know you are feeling steady you're you're deeply rooted as they say right and and um you're coming across more confident to the outside world and and as a result doors will open for you because that's the type of person people want to be around but again you are allowing yourself to have the freedom of play and the freedom to try things and to be creative without putting the pressure on yourself that it has to be a success right you know little kids try things all the time new hobbies new ideas and they mess up they fail you know, but it, it doesn't, you know, it's not a detriment to their their existence in this world. It doesn't stop them from trying another hobby and, and doing this or that, right? Kids are always wanting to to experience new things. They have this zest for life. And and I don't think we should be losing that as adults. You know, that that's you know something that we need to to bring into the entirety of our existence here on planet Earth. You know, we don't need to lose that just because somebody told us that it's now time to get serious about life. Like, no, we should still have that that that, you know hunger for for wanting to try something new that's what makes us feel alive you know that's what keeps us from being a zombie who just punches the clock at 9 a.m you know leaves at 5 p.m uh miserable only to do the same thing all over again for five days a week right us trying to silence that part of ourselves who's wanting to be creative and try new things like you know that's what creates a miserable life that we all can can think of you know i'm sure we all have worked with somebody work with somebody currently or it might be ourselves right now unfortunately and i've been there before where we're just not fun to be around because we're just going through the motions because we're not trying anything. We're not um, doing anything creative or, or fun for ourselves. Again, we're just kind of checking some some boxes and, and going home. And, and uh, that's not a real way to, to live life. And again, it's like you're you're pushing down your, your inner child and it is screaming out for for, you know, to, to be heard. And, and again, that as we talked about in this article, it comes out in a, a variety of ways or like anxiety or self-doubt or, or, you know, any of the, the long things of, of emotions that we might be going through. You know, when we, when we try to silence that part of ourselves that, that wants to express itself fully, you know, and I, and I could talk about this for forever. You know, I, I, to me, this is like one of the more fascinating concepts that I've, I've kind of come across when it, when it comes to the idea of like wellness and personal growth and things like that. And, um, maybe I'll have like, a, I'd love to have an expert on like inner child work. Cause I think that there's a lot more to be delved into than that we're going to get to on today's show. Um, cause I just kind of want to keep it around the concept of like aging gracefully and, and being an adult, but not losing the part of yourself that is, is, is having this like excitement to try new things and to truly just live life according to your own rules and, and with your own authenticity. So that's like the goal of today's show, but we'll definitely do some deeper inner child work. I think moving forward uh, at some point, I'll find some sort of expert. Uh, now, with that said, I, I want to kind of talk a bit about my own personal journey into this and my own thoughts and, and kind of where I'm coming from with this, this whole concept that we're discussing today. So we'll do that in our segment. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. When you buy a new house, you might say, shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. 
Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. All right, so for me, I always try to like define myself and, and what I do in like this elevator pitch type of style, right? Like one sentence. How can I describe who I am and what I do and how I see life in in, in one sentence? You know, if somebody doesn't know me and they, they ask me what's kind of your philosophy on life, I wanted to be able to have an answer. And, and also, I think that life is all about setting intentions. And when you kind of set the the intention for how you're living your life and give yourself the lens for which to see everything through, I, I think it becomes far easier to kind of make decisions and also live in accordance with what actually makes you happy. So for me, I, I came up with the idea of like my life and, and, and how you would describe me is I'm a part-time grown-up and a full-time dreamer. And, and you know, that that means for me that I have my life in order. I am, you know, um, not living some some crazy life trying to recreate my my twenties or something. But at the same time, I want to live life in a in a way that is curious and that seeks adventure and that wants to try new things and that wants to constantly create and is not too attached to any sort of um, societal construct. You know, because I think as an adult, it's like we're given this this list of rules that we're supposed to follow, right? Because it's what society tells us that adult life is supposed to be. And and even as kids, we're kind of molded into following the crowd, right? Like in school, uh, you know, single file line, and we're all given the same homework and have to take the same classes. And, and there are rules to how to express yourself, raise your hand, right? And not to say there's not a benefit in some of those rules, but but what I'm getting at the greater point is the fact that you know, we are conditioned to to try and fall in line. And anybody who doesn't fit into that box is then sort of labeled as like the weirdo, right? If we're going back to the, the school mentality, you know, the the nerd or the, you know, um, the, the, you know, crazy kid or whatever it might be, right? And because we don't want to be ostracized or made to feel like something is wrong with us, um, you know, as adults, you know, and of course, that's our wounded child uh, talking, our wounded inner child. Um, we make decisions not based upon our own happiness, 
but instead ones that would minimize the the outside judgment, you know, that would that would minimize the judgment that we get from those around us and the, the world as a whole, right? Because again, our inner child is just searching for acceptance, you know, especially as we talked about not healing from from certain things, our our inner child is just trying to find a safe place that we are not um, going to be, uh, you know, ostracized. And and you know, kind of going back to my own journey, I was mentioning the Hoffman process. And one of the last things that they do for us there is they introduce um, a a day of of basically play. And I, I don't want to give away too much because I think it's an important part of the process if somebody doesn't inevitably go do it. But they they essentially have you tap into the child inside of you in a variety of, of different and silly ways, right? And when that day was done, I can just remember laying there and feeling like so at peace that I reconnected with that part of myself. And ironically, the confidence that I had felt was was lacking for me. It it came out when we were involved in that that play, right? In that time period of of playing around, of of just being in the moment and doing silly shit that wasn't quote unquote age appropriate for adults to be doing. And and that's when I felt the most free and the the most like myself and the most present. And you know, I, I recognize that that is something that has has been missing in my life and is the reason why maybe I had so much trouble being comfortable in my own skin and, and being confident, you know. Um, is because I was suppressing the the kid inside of me, you know, and you know I I think that there's so much to be learned from from children, right? Like when you're a kid uh, and you, you talk about like, oh, what what do, you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like oftentimes they'll list multiple jobs at the same time. I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be, you know, I would tell my ask my parents like, are people able to be like, um, you know, a lawyer and a firefighter and a teacher all at the same time? Like it was like the world was just fun at that point. The idea of having a job was fun and you wanted to do a bunch of them or you're playing, you know, dress up or make believe. And one day you're pretending to be a doctor. The next day you're pretending to be a police officer, you know, um, and, and you don't even bat an eye or think twice about it, right? You're not married to any one of those things. And that's the beauty of, of being a kid. And I think that it's definitely, I think to a degree how I live my life, right? Where I'm not attached um, completely to, to one of the things that I'm currently doing. And I think it's because I'm more in touch with like my, what my why is. My why is connecting with people, being a part of a community, you know, cultivating a community and connecting with, you know, uh, my community specifically of, of, of Latinos. And, and that's sort of the essence of, of everything that I do, you know, so that can take different forms and it has throughout the course of my life. And I've embraced those different, um, you know, options that have been given to me to be able to be a part of that and, and, and walk within my why. So. For me, I, I as an adult, I still kind of live with that childlike thing of one day I'm doing this, but tomorrow I might be doing something else. And, and I embrace that. And I'm not going to be married to the same career or um, the same job for the entirety of my life just because that's what we're, quote unquote, supposed to do. Right. I'm just going to follow what's making me happy and have enough confidence in myself that I know that I can make whatever, you know, um, I need to happen, you know, financially and, and, and keep myself afloat. Uh, on this journey of just experiencing life. But I also think as as 
good as I've done in that, I think that over this, man, I guess it's the course of the last three years, right? Since the pandemic, as much good change as I've put into my life where I sort of cut out the superficial uh, friendships, I have, you know, gotten clear on what's important to me. I've built, you know, um, the life that I love and have dreamed about, you know, and I'm not just sort of living this superficial life of going out and getting drunk all the time, uh, you know, or, or trying to chase dreams that are simply just to, um, you know, uh, build up my ego, but instead trying to do work that actually matters. I've done that well. But on the flip side of it, I have lost touch with the adventure part of life, I think, to a degree, right? Of course, my job and my career and, and these business um, endeavors, they have a sense of adventure to them. But I think just on the personal side of experiencing life and wanting to challenge myself to um, go out there and just experience all that life has to offer on a personal level, you know, not business related, not, you know, helping people related, not career related, but instead just like experiencing life and just enjoying it for what it is. And, and, and having curiosity in that sense, I feel like a part of me has lost touch with that. You know, I've I've uh, sort of gone too far the other way. I think where I was concerned with growing up, and and I think that it's important to, you know, take the responsibility of adulthood seriously. Right? I don't want to be in my um, mid thirties in a bar and club every weekend. Um, drinking my face off and and surrounded by by people that I can't relate to both uh, maybe age wise but also just on, with our philosophies on life I don't think that that's a healthy uh, you know adult routine either but I think in terms of growing up it doesn't have to go the the other way where now I become um, my dad with a uh, a beer belly some some Wrangler jeans and some orthopedic sneakers you know what I mean like. It, it doesn't have to go that far. It reminds me of that insurance commercial where like people are becoming their their parents, right? Like I think that that I began leaning towards that that way a bit, and and not in like the literal sense, you know. But but I think in terms of like I was just slowing life down far too much and becoming so much involved in like just living in my bubble that I'm not experiencing life in the way that I should be. And I think that's that's again like as much work as we always do, there's more to be done, and at times we have to just kind of sit back and listen, like. Um, you know, and kind of take inventory of like what's working or what's not working. And for me, realizing I've probably gone too far to the other side now and that there is a balance where I can handle my shit, I can build the career that I want, build the life that I want as far as my my freedom goes, you know, from, from the endeavors that I'm doing and, and be able to live a life where I'm being creative and, and, and um, that's a part of my, my work. But at the same time, I also have to be experiencing life outside of just my hobbies or my endeavors, you know, or, or not even hobbies, but my, my career, because it is this weird thing when your hobby becomes your career. It's, it's kind of hard to separate the two. But even something I've been noticing lately is like, on a creative sense, I've been just following my intuition. And I think maybe Rick Rubin's book is, is uh, seeping into my brain unknowingly. But like, I've been over the last like week or so, particularly last weekend, um, I was just like, oh, I haven't, I haven't like an interest in like making some music, producing some beats. I'm going to go do that. I have no 
means of actually doing anything professionally with it at this point. I'm not interested in, in becoming a, a producer anymore or having you know music kind of be the center of my life. But I had this intuition that I wanted to do it, and I did it. And I had an amazing time with it, created some cool shit. I have no idea what I'm going to do with it or not do with it. But I just enjoyed getting lost for a couple hours, you know, playing around with my my toys, essentially, and 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 just doing something that got me into a flow state. And I didn't think about anything else. Right. And again, that's like being a kid. You have an inclination when you wake up on a Saturday morning, you want to watch cartoons and then you're inspired to go play with your wrestlers. And then it's like, OK, I'm done playing my wrestler. I'm going to do this. And you're not doing anything with the notion of like, OK, this has to amount to something. No. You're just getting lost in the moment and you're following whatever your kind of intuition is telling you as a kid. You feel like playing with this. You feel like hanging out with this friend. You feel like doing this today. You feel like asking your parents if you can do this and you go ahead and you explore that, right? And you don't question where it's coming from or why you're doing it or if it's worth your time. You just go and get lost in it. And that's what I'm trying to reattach myself to at this point in my life, you know? And, and I think that that is to me a healthy balance of life, you know? I'm not trying to live in accordance to what society is telling me a 35-year-old man should be doing. I'm living in accordance to what allows me to live comfortably and to take care of my shit. But also, what do I just feel like doing? I don't care if there's some sort of like uh, age restriction that society tells us on it. If I want to go ride my bike around the block, why can't I go and do that, right? Like, I, I that just because that's not what adults or grownups do. You know, that that's just like silly things. And of course, that's like a lesser example. But um, it, it's just kind of where my mind is at right now, what I'm trying to get to get back to, you know, again, it's like honoring your inner child and listening to your inner child, um, you know, and and, you know, I'm OK with having a new job or source of income each week. Right. Like that's a fun part of life. I get to experience a bunch of different things. I have an idea that lasts for a year. I do it. I enjoy it. And then I move on from it. Like I recently just sold a bunch of inventory of like vintage clothing that I had. I did a, an e-commerce store selling vintage clothing for like two years on and off, right? And I loved going to the stores. I loved finding cool pieces. I loved flipping them. That was fun. I made some money over over the pandemic where, you know, people were just sitting at home ordering shit and, and that was awesome. That was great extra income that I needed at the time. But now I don't really have an interest of, of being at the thrift store, you know, five days a week trying to find shit and putting a bunch of stuff online and all that. So I sold, you know, the the lot of clothes that I had on Facebook Marketplace and I move on from it. You know, was the business was the business a gigantic financial success? No, it made me a couple bucks, you know, at a time when I needed it most. Overall, it might have been a little bit of a loss, but I enjoyed it. It was a dope experience to, to have and I move on from it. Right. And, and that's OK. That's what life is about. We're not supposed to be stuck in like one thing and and. and you know, we have to make that thing a success, you know, uh, no matter what, you know, we have to figure it out. Now, I'm not saying you should just like bounce around all the time, but there's no shame in moving on. You tried something, didn't work, you didn't like it, whatever it is, let's move on to the next thing, right? Kids do that all the time. And again, that's what I'm trying to reconnect with. You know, it's like a child, a childlike curiosity and presence. And, and to me, all of that kind of adds up to us living authentically, right? We are unafraid to express ourselves, our needs, and our interests, right? We're living in our own skin. Like, kids have no fear, you know? And, and like, to me, again, like, we have these rules of where you're supposed to be at life at a certain age. Like, when I was in my 20s, turning 30 was my worst nightmare, right? Uh, and then I realized when I turned 30, it was like, fuck, life is amazing. My life is better than it's ever been. And then now, 
my other milestone this year was turning 35. And to me, even leading up to it, I was like, fuck, that's kind of like the end of the world. You know, I'm mid 30s now. I couldn't even mutter the words of 35. And now that I'm 35, I'm like, shit, life just keeps getting better and better. I'm doing more and more of the things that I love and enjoy doing. You know, like life is good, you know, and, and that's again what we have to recognize. Like society wants us to like die and 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 or become like you know, our, our parents by the time we hit 30, you know, and we have to own this house and have this many kids and be married and fucking, you know, be making X amount of money and have our pension and have this and that, whatever it is. Right. And of course, there's some good in, in all of that. But overall, you can't allow these rules to to control your life. Right. Like that's where we've got it wrong, I think, as a society that we think that our child or the child part about us the childlike part about us has no real value. And that's just bullshit. You know, the childlike part of ourselves and even just the um, lessons that we can learn from children, like they've got a part of life really figured out. Of course, they don't have the security part figured out. They can't provide for themselves. And that's where the part-time grown up in us has to come into play. But outside of that, we can't ignore the philosophy and the brilliance of, of, of children. Because that's the other missing piece of the puzzle, right? It can't, you can't just be in one direction or the other, but instead living in unison with both, right? So you can be the part-time grown-up who has your business and your, has your, um, your, your, you know, your priorities handled, your shit in order, but you can't go too far to that side, right? Where you then ignore the brilliance of a child who is teaching you to be confident and curious and adventurous and to explore all that life has to offer and to be open to it and to not think that a failure is the end of the world, that a setback is the end of your life, right? Those are the brilliant philosophies that we can learn from children and, and we have to apply them to our lives. No matter how old we are, we have to keep those lessons uh, with us moving forward because they are an essential part to living a life that you know leaves you feeling actually fulfilled, right? It's again, those two working in in unison that that is kind of the uh you know as the article said that's that's success right there right and that's what i'm currently chasing after on this journey is like trying to find more balance within that and understanding that you know the again the work never ends and i'm at a point now where i've done a ton of work and it's time to revisit what has been doing well for me and, and what hasn't and and that's what this concept that I'm sharing with you today is 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 all about. I feel like that was that was a good flow moment for me right there. Where I feel like like shit. That's why I love this podcast. I'm not patting myself on the back as if I just told you something groundbreaking. But for me, this is my like journal, my diary, my place to work out thoughts and ideas. And oftentimes I'll prep something, but I'll leave it so open that I like have to push myself to, um, you know, to make make content essentially as far as passing the time for a podcast that I I end up down a road where, you know, I I end up having a a far greater grasp of the idea than when I sat down to record it. And I think that's like the beauty of when you journal about something or whatever. But like that's what I love so much about this podcast. And like I hope that you can feel that in real time is like when I talk to you about these things, it's not as somebody who has it all figured out. It's like me literally just kind of like pitching an idea and throwing it out there and then kind of like going through it and and seeing what the fuck makes sense, you know, as I kind of talk myself 
through the concept and, and share it and you know kind of um, find out where the the truth is in it and 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 what is something that um, you know is actually valuable you know in in, in sharing and I'm, I'm gonna cut myself off there because I'm just gonna go off on a, a tangent about uh, man why I love being able to do this podcast so much but Man, that's that's kind of my whole spiel on, uh, on 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 my concept with this whole you know lens I'm seeing life through now as the part time grown up full time dreamer. And uh, no asking, gringo for today's segment because I kind of just want to go deep diving into this. So we'll we'll just kind of sum everything we talked about today. We'll tie it up in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. But first, take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. When something happens to your car, you might say. But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations, como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Time for conclusions. Mm. All right, so we, we touched on a lot of different things today with this concept of, of part-time grown-up, full-time dreamer. Again, shout out to Integrative Psych, uh, Psychotherapy for the article that I read today. I thought a lot of really great points. I'll put the, uh, the link in the show notes again. But, you know, talking about how we have this perfectionism oftentimes as adults, we're scared of change, we're scared of trying new things, recognizing that that's just our inner child who has been hurt before trying to be heard and they're trying to protect us. And we have to heal that part of us and, and kind of push past that tug and pull um, that that is 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 created by the the hurt inner child you know and you know that also entails our lack of confidence or our lack of feeling like we can express ourselves honestly and authentically right like we have to heal that kid inside of us who is carrying around a lot of painful memories from our past um and then applying them to our our current adult life you know where where they don't actually fit we have to develop some sort of calm with that inner child to um, be able to to have clarity into what we want to do and what what we should be doing in our, our life to make ourselves happy and fulfilled. Again, that that is success, uh, like the the article said. 
And then I think for me, you know, talking about this idea, part-time growing up, full-time dreamer, like, of course, as you get older, you have responsibilities and you have things that you have to take care of. And that's the grown-up side of you, right? You should be taking care of those responsibilities. You should be making sure that you're good and you're holding up your end of the bargain for both yourself and your family and those around you. But outside of that, you also have to recognize the little kid inside of you, right? The, the dreamer inside of you, um, you know, who has that childlike curiosity about life, who has that childlike um, view that anything is possible, right? And, and you have to maintain that. You have to have balance within both sides of yourself, right? You can't be just doing the boring adult stuff and, and tell yourself that life is over uh, because you turned 40. No. Until the day you die, you, you, you should be applying the genius of, 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 of children, of your inner child, um, applying the, the lessons to your life, right? And living in, in accordance with that, you know, living with, with the dreamer that, that lives inside of you, you know, constantly trying to experience life and experience adventure and to be creative and to do the things that you dreamed about, right? To not let the, the the inspiration die, you know, to not ignore, um, you know, your your intuition when it's telling you that it, it's it wants to explore something, right? Like we have to honor that part of ourselves as well. That's just as important as the grown up part of ourselves who is taking care of 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 the you know um, the house or the groceries or the family, you know. Um, both are equally important, and that's what we have to recognize. It's about having that that balance, you know, and not getting lost in what society tells us we should or shouldn't be doing at a certain age, right? All of that is bullshit. It's a construct. It is it is just something that was was created because as human beings we love to put things in a box to make make them make sense for us, right? But that's no way to live life. Life is not supposed to exist in a box. Life is messy. It's supposed to be. That's the beauty of it. It's not supposed to be this neat thing that's finite and and that, you know, um, has this beginning, middle, and end, you know, and has no room for, no no wiggle room, right? That's not what real life is. That's not what a real happy and fulfilled life is. Like, real life is messy. You make mistakes, you figure shit out, you go through the ups and downs of it all. But again, there's so much beauty in that because there's an endless amount of things to experience and things to learn. And and that's the the part of you that we have to never forget you know, as we're, we're getting older and, and getting more responsibilities is that, you know, that part of us should never die or should never be silenced. You know, it should be working in conjunction uh, with the grown up part of ourselves and where we are in, in life currently. Right. You know, if you are married with kids, of course, your grown up part of you has to take uh, responsibility for that and, and, and do things in accordance with someone who is taking that that responsibility seriously. But again, it doesn't mean that you then ignore the other part of you, the, the childlike part of you that is curious, that is creative, that is silly, that wants to express itself authentically, right? All of those things are essential. It's, it's both parts of yourself working hand in hand that provide us with the, the full life that we're all dreaming of or, or the success, as this article said, that I'm, I'm sure uh, we're, we're all striving for in, in some sort of way. So it's important to, to, I think, keep that in mind. And I'm saying that as a lesson to myself, as someone who I think um, went too far in the grown-up uh, direction over the, the last few years, um, and and has to I think um, kind of uh, reevaluate a little bit and, and and get back in in more of that that middle ground um, of of play and 
and then also responsibility. Again, part-time grown up, full-time dreamer. I think that that is like the, the secret recipe, the, the secret sauce, if you will. Now, with that said, thank y'all so much for checking out today's episode. Um, again, some of the quotes that I was pulling was from the book uh, that I wrote, Just Be. Pre-orders are available right now. Justbe.nyc is the website, J-U-S-T-B-E.nyc. And uh, we're going to be shipping them out actually in the next, I think, week or two. So get that pre-order in right now so I can um, start signing the, them as they come in and we begin to ship them out. And uh, yeah, Street Stoke Podcast, Monday through Friday, hip-hop lyrics and quotes mixed with Stoke philosophy to give you that daily shot of inspiration. It's like 10 to 15-minute episodes. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. With that said, thank y'all so much for checking out the show. I will catch you on Thursday for our Thursday Trends episode. So then, stay safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination. So pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.